A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. One thing my parents always taught me was to always eat your vegetables and to always hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Nintendo one Was an OLED Switch really worth a theft charge? Short and sweet, got an OLED Switch at Best Buy off their website. Karen's brat saw it and started whining about it. She offered to pay me base cost. I'm not above a bit of scalping if the price is right, but it wasn't. She said, a grown bud man like you shouldn't be playing video games. I responded with, well, this grown bud man is going to go play Pokemon on his new OLED Switch. She fumed and tried to snatch my bag, not realizing it's one of them anti-theft ones with the metal handles, to prevent that exact act. She lost tug of war, tried to leave, but got stopped by security, and management took my info. Got a call asking if I wanted to press charges. I said yes and laughed as I chose Chimchar as my starter. To me, this seems like a situation where the Karen was upset you didn't just give in and sell it to her on the spot, and they shifted to just trying to make it some personal thing that upset you. Not to mention the fact that they just try to blatantly steal it from you. If we ignore the fact that the Karen tried to snatch the stuff from OP, if there was somebody that berated you like that and told you, whatever you're doing, you shouldn't be doing that, that's not meant for a person like you. Would you rather tell them off and talk back to them, or would you rather just walk away and get out of that situation? Let me know what you would do in the comments down below. Our next story of the day is by Craggle Tom. Evil Mama Bear is accusing me of vandalizing her car. I got a visit by police on Saturday who came to question me. I asked what this was about and they said I was being accused of something. I had zero clue what they were talking about and agreed to go to the station to clear this up once I called my lawyer. When I got in touch with him, he rushed to meet me there. We were shown a few pictures of what I recognized as Evil Mama Bear's car, and I cracked up because there were multiple you-know-whats painted all over it with red spray paint. The officer who was talking to me said this was no laughing matter. My lawyer pointed out the car belonged to Evil Mama Bear, my crazy mother, and that I have a restraining order against her for vandalizing my property when she broke my windows with rocks that had racial slurs written on them. The officer then seemed to recognize that story and then realized who Evil Mama Bear was. Apparently, she'd made quite the racket both times she was arrested. I stated to the police that I wouldn't put it past my mother to vandalize her own car to try to pin the blame on me to get me arrested, especially with it being so close to Thanksgiving. But at the same time, she's got no shortage of enemies, even in her own neighborhood. Then I regaled to them of why the whole family hates and disowned her, why people all over the city know of and hate her, and how she's had a vendetta against me for some time because she blames me for all of her problems. Then I told them about how my cousin pranked Evil Mama Bear by sending her a pizza she knew Evil Mama Bear would hate. Then I gave them cousin's cell number. Cousin fully admitted to police over the phone that she did send the pizza as a prank but said she had nothing to do with what happened to Evil Mama Bear's car, and that I had nothing to do with the pizza prank either. Moreover, my cousin was out of town on business at the moment, 
and couldn't have done it because she'd been away on company business in another state for three days, and she could prove it with cell phone and hotel records. Police thanked her for her cooperation, and that was that. I was still asked the typical questions on where I was the previous night. I told them I was at home with my girlfriend who lives with me, and she could vouch for that. And I also have CCTV cameras inside and outside of my house that can also help corroborate where I was on the night Evil Mama Bear's car was vandalized. The outdoor cameras would show neither of the vehicles in my driveway leaving that night, and that no one entered or left the house from the front or back doors. Also, the indoor cameras would see me in the living room and when I went to bed. I have cameras all over the house to make sure that it was undeniable I was home pretty much that entire time. I offered to get the police copies of that footage, and they agreed. That was enough, and pretty soon they cleared us to leave, and my lawyer said he'd keep looking into this. As it stands, I don't know if Evil Mama Bear did that to her own car, or if someone else did. Because it was darn funny, and it could have been either one. One thing is for certain, though, she's gonna have to pay someone to get that spray paint off the car, no matter who did it. For extra clarification for anybody that may not know, Evil Mama Bear's had a multitude of stories pop up on here before. She's done a lot of things, including some harassment things, some pretty blatantly racist type stuff, a bunch of accusatory things, near breaking and entering on their own daughter's house. Evil Mama Bear's not a very good person, so getting a bunch of red spray-painted you-know-whats all over their car, whether it was self-inflicted or not in some crazy psycho scheme, it was probably pretty deserved, I'm not gonna lie. Our next story is by Artist That Can't. Six-year-old daughter beat me up, but I'm apparently in the wrong? To start this, I'm a preschool teacher. It's not great money or anything, but the kids are awesome and I enjoy working with kids. I have my whole life, but today, I'm rethinking my job because of this incident. Today, we had two sisters in the classroom together. One seven and very timid and sweet, the other six and is a nightmare. The older sister was playing with some blocks and making a tall building, and the little sister, who is actually a middle child, which makes so much sense, kept destroying it. This obviously upset the older sister, and I just said, hey, let's go play with some other friends of something else and take a break, and tried to guide the little sister away, and she picked up a block and hit me in the face with it. I was shocked. I took the block from her, only to be met with a barrage of punches to the stomach and chest. All I could think is, this little girl is beating me up. Anything I do, I will lose my job. So I try to block her hands and yell to stop. And she grabs a chunk of my hair and yanks as hard as she can, literally taking a chunk out of my head. I then just walk away because there's nothing I can do to control this child. And I radio the front to get some help and to take a break. And my boss comes in and gets the parents on the phone. And I think that's the end of it. But when the parents come to pick up the two sisters, they tell me that I obviously need more training and that the whole situation was totally preventable and they were upset that I yelled at her to stop and that I grabbed her to get her to stop punching me. They literally told me to get a book about gentle parenting because it has helped them so much. I'm seriously considering quitting childcare altogether. I have nowhere to go, but I can't deal with the parents anymore. I'm sorry your child's a psycho and does this to friends all the time and has upgraded to physically assaulting teachers. Hearing stories like this makes me have a great deal of respect for those who work in this industry. It's always sorely needed. We always need childcare and daycare and preschool services, those kinds of things. But a lot of times you do have to deal with stuff, whether it's unruly children that aren't checked by their parents 
Are the parents themselves expecting some kind of weird immaculate perfection and that their kids do no wrong or anything like that? I think it takes a lot of patience to be in that line of work a lot of times and I appreciate anybody who does that wholeheartedly. Our next story is by Rex Smith 1963 My mom is mad because I won't wash the turkey. I'm a vegetarian and have been for almost 20 years. Mom is always telling people that she and my dad are almost vegetarians even though they still eat meat. This is also the person who orders a meat lover's pizza and tells me to pick the meat off. I'm sorry, but when you order something like a meat lover's pizza and then just pluck the meat off of it, doesn't that kind of defeat the point of being vegetarian or vegan? Also, uh, are you even supposed to wash turkeys? Now, I don't know what kind of turkey OP had, but if you get one of those store-bought ones that's in the plastic thing, I'm pretty sure you just unwrap it and stick it in wherever you're cooking it. Obviously prepared beforehand with the seasonings or the stuffing or anything like that, but washing? Our next story is by Carl the Well-Endowed. I'm not the one with two DUIs. When my brother was eight, he had a head injury which nearly killed him, resulting in several surgeries, leaving him with several plates on his skull. It took him years to completely recover from this incident. And ever since then, he's been completely unable to do any wrong in my parents' eyes. For example, when I was 16, I backed into a concrete bollard and did a good amount of damage to the family minivan. I had to pay the deductible for the insurance and had to pay for my own insurance from that time onward, which I thought was totally fair. My brother totaled that same van three years later, rear-ending someone at an intersection, and my parents made him pay nothing because his girlfriend had just broken up with him and he was already going through so much. Stuff like that. About a year after I graduated from college, I checked myself into an outpatient rehab program for my weed addiction. It had gotten to the point where I was high for every waking moment I was not at work, and it was completely controlling my life. My parents are honestly amazing in almost every way, but there's a few places where they're severely lacking. And one of the biggest is mental health. My parents do not accept that things like addiction are an actual disorder, and rather think it's purely a weakness of character thing. My mother also refused to accept that I have ADHD, and it wasn't until I was in college that I actually started treating it. This is all the stranger because my mother's entire career has been in the medical field. She's now the CEO of a local hospital chain, so there's really no excuse for her not understanding this. Well, they've always held me seeking out treatment against me, but I usually don't let it get to me. My brother's been pulled over twice while driving drunk. One time blowing just over a .08 and the second being north of .12. Both times he was able to get off on some lesser charge. Yay, good lawyers. So last year, my dad won a basket of top shelf alcohol from a charity auction. And for my parents' anniversary in August, he popped open a bottle of 30-year Macallan. I love scotch, so I was really excited to give it a try. He poured out glasses for my brother, mom, and himself. I went to go grab my own glass, thinking he just didn't have hands for it all. When I go to grab the bottle, he pulls it away and says, Do you really think that's a good idea with your addiction? Heavily emphasizing the word. I tell him that while I do limit my alcohol consumption, I still have a glass from time to time. We argue about it for a minute with my mom taking my dad's side when I finally get frustrated and say, are you kidding me? He, pointing at my brother, has two DUIs and you have no problem giving him a glass, yet you're saying I'm the one with a problem here? 
This was met with the, he didn't even know he was still drunk, he couldn't even feel it anymore, and the charges were dropped. The BS excuses that he gave them and that they spout off whenever it was brought up. I know that I'm being a bit entitled here, as well as my dad should get to choose who drinks his alcohol, but the double standards that my parents employ for my brother and myself really gets to me. I never did get a chance to try the stuff, which is unfortunate. I'm not about to drop $6,000 plus on a bottle, so I'll probably never get the chance. I definitely think the parents suffer a little bit of a, well, this kid can do no wrong, maybe they feel bad because of what the kid went through early on. Whatever the reason is, it's pretty clear that they treat OP's brother a lot better than they do OP themselves. I think it's especially disheartening that OP went and tried to care for themselves by checking themselves into rehab and then not only got berated by their parents more or less for it, but also got judged in other activities because they were in rehab. And our final story of the day is by LaFranz on Reddit, my mom destroys an entitled father threatening to sue because he says she destroyed his daughter's wedding. This happened years ago, when my mom's catering business was still doing pretty well. It's turned into more of a food delivery business since the pandemic struck. So anyways, a client requests my mom to cater for her wedding with a chocolate fondue and all that good stuff. So her employees go first, and when my mom and dad arrive at some ungodly hour of the morning, around 3am or something like that, she's surprised when she sees that little work has been done. The reason behind that is not the employee incompetence, but the lights. They were out, and the client didn't mention that. My mom tried to open the lights, but even if she flicked the switch on, nothing. So they got a bit of work done, but not a lot, so they waited for daybreak before they started with the rest. They started, but my mom noticed something in the backyard they were going to put the food in. There were flies everywhere. But not just regular flies. To make matters worse, they were twice the size. To the point where they have a term in my language. Benga. Not sure if it means big or adult flies, but I think it's the latter. So they had to adjust and put the foods in a small tent away from the giant freaking flies because anywhere near them? It's sure as heck gonna mean a health code violation. And even worse, the visitors came early and started playing with the napkins and other utensils on the table, which made my mom's job even harder. The bride obviously had complaints, but my mom explained the situation and the fact that the lights weren't even on, and those giant freaking flies on their own venue, their literal property. The bride obviously wasn't the problem, so we introduced you to her father who we'll call Entitled Lawyer Dad. So Entitled Lawyer Dad starts shouting about how my mom ruined the wedding and that he's a lawyer so he'll definitely sue her. My mom says this, Sir, with all due respect, I know you are a lawyer and I know the law and I know my rights. If you want to, we can check the CCTV footage. I know I'm in the right. Do you think you're above the law? She then explained to him that her employees stayed up all night to finish what they could in a condition with no lighting. Entitled lawyer dad continued to shout at my mom while my dad tried to drag her away to keep space between them. I don't think entitled lawyer dad went through with it because there was CCTV footage all ready for evidence. My mom has more stories about her catering business, but this is the one I really remembered most. I definitely get being upset if the wedding that you were trying to plan doesn't go off as well as you were expecting, especially if this entitled lawyer dad put a lot of money up for it or something like that. 
But hey, you chose a bad venue, the situation was bad, you didn't enable the workers with a situation where they could succeed, so because you didn't put in the effort to make sure everything was good for the people working behind the scenes, when it came time for everything not behind the scenes, it was about just as good. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.